Welcome to Story Break, the writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals, professional fan fiction writers more like, write a entire Star Wars screenplay week by week, scene by scene, one page at a time. One word at a time. Stay <laughs> with us. Stay with us. My name is Freddie Wong. Everything I say is parody, 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 fair use, parody, fair use. Please don't sue me. <laughs> my name is Will Campos, and I was not elected to watch my people suffer and die while you discuss this invasion in a committee. Oh, fuck, that's good. That's my thing. That's my bit. That's is I'm going to do bit. a new, new prequel quote every day. Good bit. Good bit. Hi, everybody. My name is Matt Arnold, uh, Kathleen Kennedy's partner for Sunday Tennis. Nice to um, see you all. You guys are doing doubles this week. It's you and doubles. Kathleen versus JJ and Tosh.0. And Tosh.0. <laughs> I don't know where Tosh.0 came from as my poll for that. Definitely playing tennis with Kathleen Kennedy. That's what he's up to now. That's all Tosh.0 does. With that forehand. Though. Tosh and Smosh do doubles together. They're an Oshkosh Bagosh duo. Tosh.0. Oh, Mosh Bagosh. Y'all loving these Tosh.0 jokes to start the episode (laughs) off with? We were talking about doing uh, Austin Powers from the 90s, and honestly, these jokes would fit right in. This is some dated shit. All right, well, where are we at? Uh, Well, where are we at in this Jar Jar movie? Where we last left off in our tale, Jar Jar Binks was on his way to give a uh, big old speech to uh, at a munitions factory and encountered a Gungan war veteran who informed him that the munitions factory is polluting the river and making gross fish show up all over the place. Oh, now we join Jar Jar and his faithful companion, Nate 38, backstage, about to go on stage for Jar Jar to give his big speech. It sounds like Jar Jar's having second thoughts. He's thinking maybe I should show this fish to everybody on stage and expose what's going on. But, you know, I'm also a symbol of hope for people. So, like, maybe I need to do that. So Jar Jar's got some inner demons he's wrestling with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is going to end with him having a big zany mishap and nutting himself once again. And then Jedi's getting shot in yeah. the head. So we've had a little bit of pushback on our use of the phrase nutting oneself. Really? To mean the act of hurting one's ding-dong as opposed to the sort of secondary meaning of what to nut vis-a-vis your, your wait, wait, wait 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 okay okay no 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 i don't know what the kids slang all right etymology time i'm not gonna change my term that i've used for 20 for my entire life as a male with genitals that every single time i've been hit in the nuts or had a friend who was hitting the nuts saying i nutted myself if you kids turn that gentle phrase into something dirty that's on you hold on who this is okay I'm, I'm you know like, when they say kids grow up faster, that's what they mean. Back then, when you nutted yourself, you got hit. What? Ten, wait, wait. Kids <laughs> on the playground are saying that they're nutting themselves in the other way. I don't get. I it. don't know that it's kids on the playground that are the ones objecting because I don't know that they're listening <laughs> to the podcast, Matt. I think they're all watching Tosh Point Out. Okay, well, this is a kids movie. Okay, no listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> The following, you fucking, <laughs> this is fucking, I'm so angry right now. All right, you ready for this? The Defense Technical Information Center, okay? This is a <laughs> report. This is a report. The title, SS versus Wehrmacht, 1933-1945. A report from I, the year 1945, so okay? <laughs> Quote from the report, on the whole, the entire Wehrmacht was watched by spies of both sexes and every suspicious attitude of higher officers was reported to the party or the Gestapo. This was an easy way to nut oneself in favor of the almighty party. Oh, nope, that's no, a so typo. Will's right. So Will's no, no, right. No, no, it is, sorry, a, no, that's this is the other way of nutting oneself. <laughs> no, 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 actually, that's a full-on typo in Google Scholar. Hey, what? <laughs> what is going on? 
What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you! Oh, it's supposed to say out oneself. Yes, exactly. Okay, so here's what you did, Freddie: is you Google to nut oneself, got this weird document about <laughs> spies in World War II fighting the Gestapo, and then you just dove in without reading the quote first, and then discovered it was a typo, and you were betrayed. This is like a top ten anime betrayal if I've ever seen one. Google just fucked you so hard. Hold on, hold on, I got another one. Sound okay. of frantic typing. <laughs> yeah, nut oneself. Yeah, it looks like again. Favors or subjugate oneself. Right, hold on, this is this is the real rant. The real rant is this: people have been using to nut oneself as in to get <laughs> hit in the nuts far long, far <laughs> before the idea of this like fucking other Neil deGrasse Tyson bullshit. You know what? I never what, knew. What does Neil we deGrasse talk Tyson about, have to do with this? No, it's, because it's the, it's the riff on like if you nut why in you space. Him into it? Because Look, it's a riff on if you nut in space, does it push you back? It's like the Neil, it's like, it's, yeah, whatever. I've always wondered what my thing would be that the younger generations would look up at me and be like, man, they're just really problematic. They just like, I always assumed it would be like, oh, like, you know, I wouldn't like be okay with my daughter like marrying a cyborg or something. But now I know what it is. It's I'm sticking, nutting. I don't know what this new generation is saying, but nut oneself means getting hit in the testicles. That's what I'm sticking to. If the world has moved on, I don't want to move with it. <laughs> I'm staying here in this blanket. This is where I'm staying. My journey of, of self-education has stopped this moment. No further. You guys go and do the podcast. I'm just frantically searching online for fucking scholarly proof I, that I'm right. <laughs> you know what? This is probably the most accurate representation of our writer's room. All right. Okay. In the honor of that, it's time to move on. Freddie, let us know if anything comes up from your extensive research. Freddie, you fucking, find out who's I'm just picturing turn. that scene in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf just rides to the ends of the earth and winds up like rooting through some fucking dark library filled with tomes. Like with that candle, it's just Freddie flipping through old World War II propaganda looking for someone who used the term nut yourself. Yeah, I imagine Freddie like in a library, like going through micro film like scanning through old <laughs> newspapers just like desperately researching <laughs> like coming in like late at night and like you know his wife like looks like where are you she's like nothing honey go back to bed it's like pulls like you know has like like plants down like a thousand newspapers on the table and it's like zodiac i'm like chloe yeah. savini's like in <laughs> like like, <laughs> like you go get you're too obsessed nothing <laughs> makes sense anymore nothing <laughs> makes sense anymore <laughs> a friend comes in it's like hey freddie are we supposed to go to a movie and then like they're like why do you have stuff on agent egypt he's like oh no i think freddie's gone guys i think he's 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 hieroglyphs Okay, okay, we're on. Mark Anthony nutted himself at the Battle of Actium. But he's chasing down old Gestapo members in Argentina. <laughs> trying to get them. <laughs> I saw the report, damn it! What was redacted? What were these redacted words? Tell me. You'll never know. I don't talk about those times anymore. But Mr. Wong, I, I am but a humble bookshiller. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't lie to me, Fritz. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Sreti, it doesn't matter anymore. The future generation has the word now. <laughs> it belongs to the people. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll. I guess we'll be more medical in our description of him. Um, Jar Jar experiences, experiences traumatic impact to his <laughs> testicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, when he said we had some pushback, was it just one person? <laughs> that one person derailed this whole episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I thought we'd spend like two minutes talking about it. All right. Let's burn uh, some sage. Let's clear good. the air. Okay. Let's get into this scene. Okay, so the idea is that he's going to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still feeling very Give a speech. He's going to give a speech. Yes. I'm like out of breath. I feel like I just ran a marathon. (sighs) Honestly, I think we're in the wrong now that I'm looking. (laughs) Because like, it's been used to mean like crazy person, you know, crank from 1903, a nutter, a British form. A nutcase, nut house. You've probably heard those from you know the early 20th century, but like rap slang definitely has it as like busting nuts and all that. So mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. No, you got hit in the nuts. You get hit in the nuts. Yeah, because nuts. But to nut oneself is like, I I see it, guys. I can see because it it's to nut look, oneself. Look, I just want to like, clarify. I'm not saying that nut oneself cannot be used to describe the. You know the sex, the sinful talk that we're talking about right now, but I'm just saying that it's definitely been used to saying something like, "Yeah, yeah, you got hitting." All right, all right. Here's what we'll say: like to our, hey Zoomers, it's me, Will Campos. (laughs) (laughs) You may be listening to this podcast wondering about the old timey slang we use, but it's just like how if you were to go to England and someone said that they got knocked up, it meant that just someone you know talked to them, or that if they put on their rubber, like that's their raincoat. Like so, this is our version of that. This is just when we say nothing oneself we mean you fell and you got your dong hit by a big old tank so like that's what it means in our slang from our culture so and hey this is a collaborative effort we don't want to restrict anybody's you know artistic expression so if the other meaning of nutting oneself makes the story work better for you then that's on you like we get it like we're not going to hold you back you can have your own uh, head cannon. it's all good <sighs> so the idea right. i kind of had for this is essentially we start it's the classic, you see this in so many movies, the guy goes up to give the speech, and then he gets like halfway through, and he's looking at the crowd, and he starts stumbling over his words, and you're like, oh no, is he bombing, what's going on? And then Jar Jar has his change of pace, and then I was thinking he goes over and marches up to day 38 and grabs the fish, mm-hmm. and holds it up for the crowd, right? And it's like, you know, like, look at this fish, and then again, our sort of gag we had that's going to start the Pratt ball is that the fish, like, he's holding it up, and then it like twitches and barfs on him or something like that, and he does a big zany, like... So what we need to figure out is how, so it's Jar Jar, he's on a stage next to a big statue of a tank with himself on top of the statue. And somehow we need, so here's the challenge, if we can climb this mountain, is that my original vision, our original vision for this gag, was that not only was Jar Jar going to nut himself, but his statue was also going to nut himself. So like that essentially we were going to do like somehow the statue breaks. The break, so yeah, like break the his statue. His statue lands like with its nuts getting hit by the tank, and then Jar Jar gets his nuts hit on like the arm of the statue of himself. Like a double nut shot, if you will. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not the primary concern I have with this scene. It's like, yes, I think he that's my sure that, that is my primary concern. <laughs> yes, Jar Jar will indeed uh injure yeah, he'll 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 nut himself. He'll injure his boculum, the penile bone, from the testicles to the anus, mm-hmm. what he'll uh have a blunt force impact to. Okay. Um, is what will happen. Just to make sure the kids, you know, just to make sure everybody's clear on what's happening here. <laughs> but yeah, so what is because I yes I think the speech to the pratfall is more or less I think I mean, you know I think I understand I think you guys do too right like I mean more or less he's gonna say and then yes he's feeling bad about this I like the kind of 
I like the idea of like Nate thirty eight like eating something and like throwing something in the river. Like whatever, you just get some sort of visual, you know, uh, reminder to Jar Jar, and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to talk about this fish." Mm-hmm. And then in doing so, yeah, the fish like you know he's holding it up, and the fish like vomits on his eyes, and it's burning, and he's running around, and then it causes this whole disaster. The question is, where does the sequence go? Last time we talked, it was going to be that this sequence essentially ends with Order 66. Yes. That's still the thought. And if so, then how does that play So that's out? the other part of it. The end of this is also like the big turn into like shit hitting the fan. Like the hush goes over the crowd and we realize, you know, that something bigger and more tragic is happening right now. It's like how yes. that's where the velocity of the story goes. One of the reasons we put this Jedi in here is like an early thought. And I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but an early thought was that this Jedi is going to get killed. Or maybe he looks up and sees the Jedi fighting these clone troopers or something like that. But like we've kind of planted that thing there yeah. as well. I think you want like a sudden... Like, you know, there's all this ruckus and it's quiet and everybody's like about to laugh. And then you hear like a gunshot or something. <laughs> then like a big like action. Or you do as Jar Jar's talking and he's giving the speech, you know, and like the Gungans are like playing their drums. Like, you cut and there's like a clone trooper with a mustache on a boat out on God. the dock. <laughs> he, pull- <laughs> he pulls out a sniper rifle and you think he's aiming it at Jar Jar. He's going, and the drums keep going on Jar Jar's talking. Oh, no, that's an interesting idea. It's like you have a sniper rifle bolt. <laughs> well, no, because they, they, it's not like the clone troopers were like hired assassins that suddenly did this. It's like they got turned on and all of a sudden they turned around and killed the Jedi. The Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I would love to do another The Killer They reference. got turned on and then they wanted to kill a bunch of <laughs> Jedis, Matt, you pervert. <laughs> they got turned on and they nutted themselves. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm never going to be able to use that term again. You're right, it's ruined. I think we're wrong. Sorry, everybody, we're wrong. We won't use that term anymore. It's the, the kids no. who have it. No, no, I'm giving up. No, I don't want to stop my educational journey. It's, I'm too young, damn it. The kids have this one. Oh, sure, you say <laughs> that now, up. Matt, now that you're getting in trouble, you say that. I'm not Where in was- trouble. <laughs> I'm not in trouble. <laughs> so it's not just a shock. Do we want to characterize this Jedi? So it's not just Jedi and like what are we can do with the we need the death of the Jedi to hit the audience, even, you know, without it just being like oh a reference like, oh I get it, this order sixty six. Yeah, that's gonna be tough because it's just this random. It's a Jedi kid Jedi. It's a junior it's a junior <laughs> Jedi, Jedi representative. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the it's a kid's like Mr. Binks. Hi, I'm a brand new Jedi. I'm a brand new Jedi. I'm the youngest Jedi. I'm gonna retire tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow I'm gonna go back to my mama. That kid was one day away from retirement. (laughs) That's so much more effective. I'm just one day away from going back to my mama. I'm going to wear forever, Mr. Jar Jar. Nothing's going to happen to me today. My lightsaber's fun size. So. You got a little cute lightsaber? Holy shit, I'd be crying. I'd be crying. They, did, they had the little cute lightsabers in the yeah, young scene, cute remember? That's kind of fucked up. Like, back, up, back the fuck up. That's like giving a kid a gun. Yeah. Right? Like, more, dangerous the fuck gun. Up. More, more dangerous than a gun. More dangerous than a gun. Because yeah. you could unload they a gun. Like they had those shits on. They had that shit on. Hold on. A second. Yeah. There's scenes in the fucking Star Wars with I kids believe, with little baby lightsabers. I believe they're training lightsabers. I believe that <laughs> we are not the first people to blow the whistle on this one. And the Star Wars canon retcon people have been on the case and we're like, those were safety lightsabers, like safety scissors or something like that. 
that the little kids had. But it's still weird that... No, they're children soldiers. Yeah, it's like if you trained cops from the age of two and, like, their first training was you gave them a bunch of plastic guns, which now that I think about it was more or less all of our childhood when we were playing cops and robbers and, you know, yeah. doing Holy video games and shit. stuff like that. I love how immediately, like, I'm like, it's like, yeah, that's like a bunch of kids running around with assault rifles, like, pretending to shoot each other. It's like, oh, wait, that's what I did my entire childhood. <laughs> yeah. Know? I guess it's a little bit different if the state's indoctrinating. Yeah, the Jedi are weird, man. I don't know what to tell you. They're weird. <laughs> Jedi are weird. Weird elite and, and order. The, some of the of... best Star Wars knows that the Jedi are weird, including yeah. Last Jedi, which is yeah. like, hey, maybe the Jedi are weird. I'm trying to think if there's like a similar scene or like a reference point for something like this where it's like, you know, farce turns into tragedy. Yeah, how are we playing the Order 66? Where does this go from there? So in terms of the Star Wars line, the sort of canon of Star Wars and where it goes, you have Order 66, and then pretty much from there, it's Anakin's downfall and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the it's tough. The one trick with this, with this Order 66 thing and dropping it here, is I do worry, is it weird that we never, especially because Anakin Skywalker is going to become a big character in our movie going forward, is it weird that we never get like an establishing status quo scene between him and like Anakin before he becomes Darth Vader? Um, yeah, you, you know, know what, what I mean? would have been, you know been good? Maybe this season of Story Break is more, uh, it's a lot of back writing too. Already on the first time I see, Nate 38 would be more effective as a Jedi. <laughs> Who's there, right? No! You stop, right? I mean, oh, so you're saying like it's his Jedi bodyguard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a body, yeah. like, like then you have this clear Jedi character that's also introducing it, so it's going to be worse when he gets killed. And then, yes, you'd probably want Anakin is there for ceremonial purposes to see him or something. Well, no, we can't do that. Anakin's not there. Yeah, Anakin's busy, man. Yeah, I mean, Anakin's yeah. not going to go to a ribbon cutting for Jar Jar Binks's. Yeah, yeah, no, we yeah, can thing. introduce Anakin. Like, Anakin's going to be like, are there any younglings I can kill there? No, I'm out. <laughs> You're like, damn, Anakin, you got hardcore. You <laughs> got too hard for us. Anakin got a little too, like, edgy, man. It was man. a bit much, Anakin. Just, just, just much. take it down a notch. You could be evil, but dang. Dang, dude. He's that guy that even in heist movies were like, there's one, yeah, the like, one member of the team that's guy. at the other end of the table that nobody's, like, near. It's like, that's Anakin now. Yeah. They're all like, yeah, we need him, but like... It's just thinking ahead, because I think, actually, we've set up this thing right, which is, I think the turn in terms of Jar Jar just going along with it, to some degree, is going to be, I think you can actually have Palpatine give him the, like... In terms of Palpatine being like, look, like you have a chance just to stay here on Naboo and help your people out. Like, don't worry about the broader picture. Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, you know, none of us saw what the Jedi were capable of. That's me. Like, you said you wanted to close down the munitions factory or do this. Like, hey, Jar Jar, you're like, you're in charge of Naboo now. Like, you totally can sort of thing. Like, I feel like in terms of Palpatine, like bringing him into the fold, I feel like what we set up is going to be how he does it. And then Crokey and those people are obviously going to reject this. They're going to be like, uh, yeah, 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 we're yeah. past that now. Like, we're fucking going to a different moon and starting a rebellion. But, like, I feel like that's how Palpatine's going to, that's Jar Jar's motivation for, you know, keeping his head down. And, like, what is he going to do? He's just one gun gun. Like, he's not going to change, you know, this is, looks like there's bigger things at play here. Well, so, I mean, going back to our outline, the idea is that essentially that's, like, the meat and potatoes of this next sequence. But then, like, Jar Jar is going to help. Isn't like the idea that he goes kind of undercover? Wasn't that kind of the thought? Was that yes. like he's like, yes. you know, like well, yes, eventually. We need you to, yes. we, he's like, he wants to just be done with this. And then they're like, we need you to help us infiltrate the Emperor's inner circle. He's dangerous. Right? Like, yes. wasn't that kind of the thing? Yes. Yes. So hypothetically, you know, in the version of this we've been talking about, he gives a speech, he does the big zany pratfall, and then some version of, oh shit, Order 66 has started, right? And he sees yes. the Jedi guard get killed and. 
you know, there's a commotion in the streets and people are like, wait a second, you know, what's going on, right? Yes. I mean, this is essentially your turn into the new... Where do we want Jar Jar to end in this scene? So this is from Wikipedia. The execution of Order 66 marked the destruction of the Jedi Order before the Galactic Senate. Palpatine told the galaxy the Jedi were traitors who attempted to kill him and seize power, i.e. the Mace Windu thing, and the destruction of the Jedi was greeted with applause by the Senate. Having a mass central authority during the war and without the Jedi Order standing in his way, Palpatine transformed the Republic into the Galactic Empire and declared himself Emperor. Along with Vader, uh, Palpatine's rule meant the Sith plan was okay, blah, 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 blah. Bringing it down to ground level to Jar Jar's point of view. I could see this as kind of a way to play it cinematically. You're not doing the killer, but you are doing like a JFK, like a near assassination type thing. Bear with me. Because you want to be in Jar Jar's headspace and kind of the experience you just described. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's this goofy pratfall sequence and he's up there and there's like a jedi with him and there's like the troopers around they're all trying to like fix the you know they're like maybe somebody was injured is a little bit chaotic and then yes there are gunshots and the jedi falls and his bodyguards and some of the other troopers grab jar jar and put him into hiding and his cave oh shit and it's like what's yeah. happened and then it's going to be emperor Palpatine or somebody coming it's like it's like are you okay jar jar are you okay he's like what 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 happened it's like the jedi like we had to take them all out they've been like the bad guys all along it's like wait what no somebody killed the jedi it's like yeah yeah no no we had to kill him because he was about to he's like wait excuse me and like play it that way Right, I feel like you're in the moment there, like yeah, chaotic. being his POV. Well, and again, then you would probably like you could see him watching, like on hollow screen or whatever, the speech from Revenge of the Sith. Right, yeah, like the like this attack has left me scarred, and then he takes the like you could see that speech and has see Jar Jar be like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? Like that's kind oh, of oh, cool. you'll be great. Is that when he's doing that, there's also just like regular citizens back there. And the one guy in the back goes like, damn, <laughs> damn, you guys, holy shit. The, whoa. Like one guy's totally fucking just like mind blown. Oh, yes. The way you play from Jar Jar's point of view is like, let's say there's just for the sake of it, for, for staging, there's two Jedi. And like one Jedi is near him and that Jedi gets shot down. And then people are grabbing Jar Jar and it's all chaos. And when he looks up, like he sees the other Jedi, like swinging his saber and running towards him. But what that Jedi is doing is going to check on like that Jedi is running towards his other fellow Jedi. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I feel like from Jar Jar's point of view, you see a Jedi go down and you see another Jedi like hacking away as clone troopers mm -hmm. as they're pulling him out of there. Right. And then we understand kind of what's happened. Then yes. Then you have him say the speech and then you get the whole status quo of like, this is the new empire. Yes. Oh, a thought I had, by the way, was another way you could do this is like, let's say the big zany pratfall, which ends with Jar Jar somehow slicing the statue in half and it's about to fall over and crush him. You do like oh, yeah. the Jedi uses the force to hold it and like that's the you think the end of the scene it's like ha 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 this jedi caught it and then jar jar's like whoo and then boom the jedi gets fucking shot and then jar jar rolls out of the way and this thing just lands it's this statue just crashes onto the ground next to jar jar he's like what the fuck is going on that's really cool i like that so the statue would get hit in the nuts before <laughs> the jedi stops yes. it from crushing jar jar yes the statue's falling and hits a lamp like it's like falling away from Jar Jar, but then nuts itself on like some sort of big pole, and then it rolls over towards Jar. Oh no, Jar. guys, it's easy. It's easy. You do the statue nuts itself, and then in classic comedy, you nut yourself on a tank fashion. It starts to fall to the side, like yes, uh, yes, yes, and yes. you see the shadow fall over Jar Jar's face as he's about to be crushed by his own statue of himself. And then you zoom into Jar Jar's yes. head, and Jar Jar is like, so. The, and it, by the way, totally different voice. It's like. 
So this was how it was always going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and his life flashes before his eyes. Like he gets as like a children. You see like. Yes, I like that the statue <laughs> hangs over his head. He looks and there's our friendly Jedi holding it. They're like, close one, Jar Jar. He's like, oh, thank you. And then he's like crouching underneath the statue. I would even do like he's walking and like the statue son like slow motion drop. Like you hear a bong. And the statue drops, like almost hitting him. And like mm-hmm. in slow motion, the statue like falls, like almost scraping his heels. And then in one motion, you're seeing like this Jedi falling backwards with like a bullet hole in his head. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. And then, yes, then you look up and another Jedi is like, no. And then, then freaking chaos. And there's like shooting and lights they were swinging. And then Nate 38 and a bodyguard grab Jar Jar and pull him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pull him into hiding. And then, yes, I think from Jar Jar's POV, we get the sequence of emperor Palpatine's, uh and then what i like about that is jar jar has this doubt it's like but if they were bad like why did he save me stop the statue yeah from crushing me? oh yeah 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 he yeah, made yeah, the yeah, statue yeah. nut itself jar jar did you not jar-jar? see yeah he was pulling the statue down onto you, you know, yes. like that's the you know yes loose change sort of documentary version of events that gets <laughs> and yes. then you even see that on like you know like this jedi who was seen pulling the statue down onto jar jar moments yes. before disaster struck yeah that's kind of fun. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm digging on all that. Well, we got some time. What are some of the details? What are some of the... What are, what are, let's talk about these two Jedi that are only going to be with us for a few months. Yeah. So, this is the other thing, as I was going to say. We should characterize these Jedi, and it might be and worth... it does feel like they would be in the beginning scenes, right? On yeah. It does feel like we'd need to slip them in. They'd be part of his bodyguard retinue, I think. It's tough, because obviously a Jedi doesn't serve the same function as Nate 38 in terms of being like Jar Jar, like fuck the normal person you're bureaucratic like thing or whatever so it's not that you can replace Nate 38 <laughs> but you could but by the yes. way you know what's weird given the amount of shenanigans we see Jedi go through in all like nine movies somehow I believe them jumping off of a bridge and onto a train car more if there's Jedi involved for some reason because mm-hmm. I've seen I saw fucking Anakin jump into traffic and shit on Coruscant that shit was dope no I would actually say you can't buy zany pratfalls with a no, Jedi yes, there because the Jedi would just stop it, yeah. any of that shit yeah because yeah. like, like the Jedi would just do everything he just force pushed the whole crowd away yeah look draft two I think you would introduce the Jedi at some point in the beginning like you know hey jar jar looking forward to your speech see you there buddy and then you know they high five or whatever we're going on ahead to make sure that the statue is not broken we're making sure that no normal person's close enough we don't want any of the rabble touching you jar jar we're gonna pull our lightsabers and make a fine barrier for yourself but yes like i think you introduce them so i mean again like again i will also say we're only 10 pages in it's not too late to introduce a character into the script i mean yeah there's something bold about introducing a character in the same scene they die (laughs) yeah i mean yeah this is your okay this is your chance look we're not writing backwards we're writing forwards so like except for when we write backwards a little bit but yes Yes. no how can we endear us to these two jedis yes i like there's two okay okay they always come in pairs remember the rule of two the rule of two that's for sith not jedi no but in phantom menace it's always a mentor and a apprentice with a oh i mean the really brutal thing you would do would be it's a jedi and their padawan oh yes and they're like don't fucking embarrass me in front of jar jar and then the padawan is like says something embarrassing in front of jar jar like oh you're so cool or whatever and then the older no just i'm like come on what are you doing that's fine and then you do it's the padawan that saves jar jar and then the padawan's yes. the one that gets shot and then they're first the, yes. yeah oh that's brutal i like that's that a lot yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. that's classic yeah okay yes i like this uh padawan as a jar jar fan yeah and then the jedi is like we do not show emotion because we're fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, maybe these Jedis are a bad idea also. Uh, 
<laughs> you must restrain yourself from feeling anything. Yeah, let's take children at a, a young age, indoctrinate them into a warrior cult, tell them that all emotions are bad, and say that they can never love another person. This will work out perfectly. But the, yes, but, but then have the them Sith like... the Sith are the bad guys. The Sith are the bad ones. Okay, but yes, I like this Padawan being a Jar Jar fan. It's very endearing. Yes. Okay, if you want to really endure both of them because i like the idea i feel like you should be like oh this jedi duo is great mm-hmm. it's like he tells the padawan he's like now now padawan like you know we're here for a job and like mm-hmm. sends them away he's like sorry about that like you know representative judge like oh that's okay you know i understand he's excited and then like the jedi looks around he's like Okay, as a favor, could you sign this for my Padawan, though? He, he is a big fan of yours. Yeah, could you yeah. sign his lightsaber, though? <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy, like, winks at him, and he's like, yeah. you know, don't tell the Jedi Order. And he walks yeah, away like, yeah. oh, even this, like, mentor is a nice guy. He's just trying to teach us Padawan, but he's going to give him a signed card by Jar Jar mm-hmm. later. This is, a good, this is a healthy mentor. Mm-hmm. This is a good relationship between these two. And then they're Dang. And like, damn. Dang. Life comes at you fast. It's so complex and interesting when a character you like dies. Yeah. Such, they were like, such good, a bold original dead. thing to have happen in a story. Wow. It was like, it's like this story is like, you know, a guy died. <laughs> exactly. What am I doing? Am I just shitting on characters dying in media? Is that what I'm doing right now? I don't know, man. We're punchy. Today, like, I don't like this new will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a new Will and Tana. You guys can't see right now, but I'm wearing my sunglasses and leather jacket for this episode. I'm bad boy Will this episode. He's got a shirt that says characters dying, question mark. Can we try that? Let's try it next episode. Let's put on sunglasses and leather jackets next episode and see if it brings a Just different feels perceptible different. energy to the proceedings. I've got my fingerless biker gloves on, you know. I like that. No big. But no, look, like Nate38's telling him like, hey, you got to make this decision. And then to the point, in fact, I think you could even use the Jedi to reinforce. To turn the screws a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, like, the young Jedi's like, oh, I'm such a big fan. Like, look, we do a lot. Like, I mean, I know, like, because Jar Jar be like, oh, you guys are the real heroes. Like, look, we're out there doing, you know, I know we got the saber and stuff. But, like, people like you, you show people what real heroism is. Like, thank you so much, Jar Jar. Like, you make mm-hmm. our jobs, you know, you make my job as a Jedi, like, worth doing. You know, yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. And it's like, like, the Force makes your job worth doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Jar Jar's like, yes, like, this is a job. I guess this is just part of my sacrifice. Like, yeah, I got to yeah, put yeah, aside yeah. some of the things I think are right in order to do stuff for the greater good. I get mm-hmm. it. Like this is, you know, this kid's given up his entire life and emotional maturity and everything else in this world. So he could swing a lightsaber. So good. Could be in, I yeah. should probably be able to give a speech. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. I think that works for that. And then I like, yeah, I think you endear the audience. Like it's fun to see a Jedi as kind of a fan for a mm-hmm. moment. I like the classic mentor scolds his apprentice. And then you get a little hint at this mentor is not as bad as he thinks he is. He's a little nice too. And they go off and then Jar Jar's like, okay, I guess I'm going to do my speech. And then he does the speech. Okay, so what's the trigger to him changing his mind mid-speech? I think that's the last, like, detail, detail here for the flow of this. Thing. I think you got to have some kiddo in the crowd, like, looking like some really well, sick. Well, here's where, honestly, the, what I was going to say is because it feels to me like we've already got him at the point where he's going to do the speech. Like, that's what the moment of him taking mm. the scissors and giving back the fish is. So I feel like the moment with the Jedi is actually the thing that turns the screws. Uh, yes, I think way. this young Jedi being like, I you see, know, see, like, yes. you're like us. You understand that you always got to do the right thing. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. You're right. If this story was an automatic drill, I was using the Jedi as the reverse function. I was unscrewing. But you're yes. saying you need to turn that bad boy back up and you need to screw it back in the jar. Yeah, jar. yeah, you're right. yeah. He's yes. got to get screwed by the Jedi. You're right. Yes. There's no other use of that word that means anything. Weird. No ifs, ands, or buts. So, yeah, but I think he gets up on stage. He starts doing the speech. 
And then I think maybe we sneak in a trigger line in the speech that causes him to think about like what the Padawan said. Maybe he looks at the Padawan yes. off to the side, like waving, giving him the thumbs up and the old Jedi nudging him, like stop embarrassing yourself. Yes. And then you do. I think the Padawan explains why he likes him is that even when things were tough, like he does what's right. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of things. That's yeah, yeah. the lesson. Like, yeah. You the... never let go of your steadfast committal to your ideals and your, you know, the truth, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. You probably have some sly reference to something he did in one of the movies or it's like even at the battle of blank you did blank you know or whatever or organ i think he could even point out what a jedi you know he could be a little self-deprecating in terms of like look like i'm a tool for you know i'm the tool for the politicians like we're not lawmakers <laughs> like right mm-hmm. the jedi go to be ambassadors and do what they're told it's like jar jar like what you have is like the difficult job and like i got moral clarity like i go and i protect good people and i take down bad guys like mm-hmm. you have to you're the one who like even when things are difficult when the things are nuanced like you stick to your moral code and you do what's right like sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they 38 so would be like exactly like give the speech like now let's go jar jar and go up and it's like no jar jar's reading well i like that this moment happens while nate 38 is not there because I yeah, feel like yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's right before he goes on stage. Yes. I keep wondering if this might be too much for it. I keep wondering if there's a way to make reference to Qui-Gon in this moment. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, like, again, his relationship with Qui-Gon Jinn. It might be too much to cram in. No, you could have that. I mean, the kid could have known Qui-Gon. Yeah, you know, it is, it's his escort onto the stage. It's like he probably gets flanked by a retinue of, like, two cool Jedis and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, backstage waiting for it, and then that's when he gets that moment. Yeah, 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 <laughs> The yeah, Jedi's yeah. like, we're just here for part of the ceremony, and they, like, so Jar Jar walks up with, like, the two Jedi, like, flanking him, mm-hmm. and then he's about to speak. He's like, oh, wait, no, 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 the Jedi still have stuff to do, and they pull out their lightsabers, and they just do, like, a cool break. <laughs> yes, they do. The like, yes, him, literally, like, Matt, this sabers. is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, literally, it's like, Jar Jar, this is your Jedi escort onto the stage. Like, hello. Hello. And then you know they you have the thing and then they go on, they're like, oh, um, our routine takes like about 30 seconds. Just give us a second. <laughs> they go out and then you hear just like dope music, like a fucking dubstep thing drops, and they pull out their lightsabers. Do you ever see one of those taekwondo demonstrations where the guys are <laughs> yes, super exactly. good at taekwondo? Like yes, exactly. 20 exactly. feet in the air and kick a bunch of boards and stuff like that. It's like that. They do a whole pre-show yeah. Jedi martial arts acrobatics. <laughs> the two Jedi's <laughs> land in a perfect split with their saber straight up. And they go there, they just stand up and they pot a jar jar and they walk away. It was like, woo! And then, like, the last move is, like, there's this whole build-up to, like, you ever been to those basketball games where it's, like, the guy who can do a backflip and, like, kick a ball really high? Like, it's really high there. It's, like, it's this whole build-up to this single acrobatic move, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? And that's all the stuff you show in the trailer, right? In the trailer, you're like, wow, this movie's got Jedi's flipping around in it. Uh, I love the Jedi being used as ceremonial hype man. It's so funny. It's like, all right, Jar Jar, it'll be just one second. Y'all ready for Jar Jar? Let me hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Psh, hit the lightsaber. It's like, y'all ready to get turned? What's really good about this, because again, this whole beginning is just us gaslighting our audience into thinking that Jar Jar is cool by having everyone in this movie act like Jar Jar is cool. Now, yeah. Not only are we saying that Jar Jar is an adored, beloved figure, but that objectively, people are more excited to see Jar Jar being give a dumb speech than to see two Jedi do cool lightsaber stuff. You know how in Great British Baking, you have those cakes that they like they do with a bunch of layers and it looks like a normal cake on the outside and they cut it and there's like a design of the british flag or whatever in there i feel like it ends with like the two jedis like slashing the podium in front of jar jar like you're like oh shit and they do like a huge flip and they slash it there's big sparks and there's like a perfect portrait of jar jar in metal like it's one of those upside down portraits where they do it and everyone's like what is this 
chargers on the back. Like, that doesn't look like anything. And then they're like, oh, wait. And they flip it around, and the fucking crowd goes wild. That's so good. Saw <laughs> about them just bowing, putting their hoods up, and just being boring ass Jedi again afterwards. Do, do, do. All right, so are we actually doing the Jedi hype ceremony? Because I'll do it. I'll write it. Oh, fuck. No, I mean, I don't think you know, so. If we put whoopsie but... in, I think this is look, look. This is our draft. <laughs> this is our Star Wars movie. This is our draft. <laughs> the first draft is where you put the stuff in that yes. you want, and then you become adults, and then you go to your second draft, and you make it a movie. But right now. I, I mean, will, all right, just to God. be the adult in the room for a second, I am like, does it undermine this tender moment he has with the Jedi Padawan? If you think no, no, those are my two it. favorite <laughs> Jedis. Those are my two favorite Jedis. That's better than Luke and Yoda, dude. That's better than Luke and Yoda shit, dude. <laughs> Because right. it ends it ends with him <laughs> slashing, and then, yes, they flip the sign over, the crowd goes wild, and then you see Mentor and Apprentice give each other a Predator high five. They're like, I love you. And, like, we don't do love here, but I love you, too. And <laughs> fucking fist pound. <laughs> and you're like, this is the best Mentor-Apprentice Jedi group ever. I love them. All right. And they get right, killed. We'll fuck, that's good. I'll tell you the one oh, thing. Here's the fuck. one argument for not that it would ever be in the final version, but the argument for it now is you definitely don't expect them two to die. Like, there's two. Yes. The audience is out of control right now. They don't know what the fuck they're watching as of this moment. <laughs> then nobody's thinking, like, oh man, I bet you the next moment is Order 66. So- they're actually more like the next <laughs> moment is me going back to my car and getting out of this movie theater <laughs> as quickly as possible. So, um, my only thing. Thing, not to be a pill about the Jedi pre-show. You don't need them routine. if you don't want them. I know. I look. I here's where I'm at, Matt. I'm suspicious, but I want to be convinced right now. Like I am an I, I'm an open door to push on. But here's the only thing I will say is that I don't like. So for one, what is like? How much time is this taking up in our movie? And like, what is going on with Jar Jar? Are we just well, stopping the film to watch well, like well, Jedi well, karate? There's tricks? no. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me jump ahead ten minutes. There's no good answer to why this should be in the movie. <laughs> There's absolutely no valid reason that Jedi's would do this. There is no There's no good reason for it. The only reason to do it is because you want to. All right. All right. Well, we'll throw it in for now. So essentially what you're saying is we build up to this tender moment where this Padawan is like, you're my hero. You know, like you're the one who could speak truth to power. And then... Yo, like, ready right, boys, Jar-Jar. it's time for the pre-show routine. <laughs> and then they, I guess for five, Either side of the stage, five, two Jedi. Minutes, they do a, they do a Cirque du Soleil routine that ends with them carving with their lightsabers an upside-down portrait of Jar Jar Binks that they then flip over to be Jar Jar, and the crowd goes nuts, and then they come back, and they're like, all right, you can do your scene now. And then Jar Jar goes yeah. back well, out yeah, on the stage. Will, imagine how hyped they're going to be for this speech after they saw that shit, dude. People will be fucking pumped out of their gourds when Jar Jar actually <laughs> shows up, dude. Okay, okay, this is how you turn it. Well, maybe this will do it for you. What they slash, rather than being dangerous and slashing the podium in front of him, it should be like part of the statue or something, like the final piece. Because what you have is you have this portrait of Jar Jar, Oh, they right? finish it, maybe. Yeah, I see this metallic saying. portrait of Jar Jar. When Jar Jar is giving the speech, his face 
is in front of him. It's the classic looking in the mirror scene. Now, Sorry, what? As he's giving a speech, he's looking across, he looks up, and he sees this icon of himself. Oh, so you're saying that he, like, so they, well, where is it? Is it across the crowd? Do they, like, behind shoot him? You're right, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what, they, oh, my God. So well, okay, wait, 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 one fucking second, boys. Why are we, this is fucking Star Wars, all right? Why are we sitting around thinking about a statue? you on a stage behind an alien when this could be a fucking satellite you can see from anywhere in the planet a statue of Jar Jar and when it nuts itself it nuts itself from fucking space what the fuck are you talking about wait wait Freddie what you're you're suggesting is they've sent to orbit a moon-sized statue of Jar Jar so that there's a floating Jar Jar head above this planet. I just want to encourage my fellow co-hosts to fucking think big. This is Star Wars we're talking about here. The biggest movie franchise in the world. I can't have little ideas. I gotta have big ideas, all right? That's no moon. That's, That's a waste of taxpayer dollars. Let's <laughs> see. It's called the Jar Jar Tide. Every day, there's now that we have a second gigantic moon in the shape of Jar Jar. The tides on that moon are totally fucked. So I do like the image metaphorically. The idea of like later Jar Jar just like alone in this dark palace as the world is moving ahead of him, and every time he looks up in the night sky, there's glowing face floating <laughs> All right. It's like, what have I become? I will put uh, the foot down hold- on Moon Jar Jar for the <laughs> moment. Hold the foot down on Moon Jar Jar. Okay, the other thing I was going to say is that could you do that, like... Freddie was trying to do... Will was like, okay, son, you can have a bike. And then Freddie's like, I get a Ferrari now. Moon Jar Jar lives on in my heart okay. and in the fan art of all of our fans. <laughs> the, the title of this episode is The Jedi Pre-Show Routine. The Jedi Pre-Show Floor Routine. Okay, so the Jedi pre-show routine builds up to, like, the other thing I was thinking was, like, do you do, like, they're using the Force to move a bunch of dust around, and they turn the dust into, like, a portrait of Jar Jar? How about they reveal the statue? This would be dope. This is, like, the fucking cold stone of statues. They reveal the statues, and it's just a block of metal. And they're like, that's not a great statue. He's like, we're not done yet, Jar Jar. And the pre-show routine is they're doing fucking sweet breakdance moves, and they're cutting... They're making the statue in the moment, right there. Oh, I see. So then, what so is Jar Jar? Like no, you know what? The mo- no, no, no. The moment the pre-show routine has any purpose beyond hyping Jar Jar has ruined the magic of it. Okay, fair it's enough. It's like they're not carpenters; they're here to pump up Jar Jar. All right, so you're just saying they do a bunch of cool lightsaber flips, and then the crowd goes insane, and then they do a pose, and then they're done, right? And it's just like yes. it's just like a they're like Jedi Shen Yun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yes. All right, sure. I'll write it in. It seems easy to clip if we don't need it. So Shut up, easiest, It's the easiest thing to edit out ever. The editor wouldn't even put it in the fucking assembly. They're like, I thought that for sure that was just a joke you guys shot on set. Okay, so okay. all right. So they do their pre-show routine, and then Jar Jar goes up on stage, and he gives his speech. Yes, and then we, I, I think we got a big handle on that. All right, so the meat and potatoes, we're 56 minutes into this, and we still haven't talked about the hardest fucking thing, which is how does this fucking pratfall happen? It's not so, hard at all, dude. Here's what happens. Oh, big, he, like, right. he, I'm the one that has to write it, so let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, here all we right, go. Freddy, go do it. All right. Give it to us, Freddie. He sees the thing that makes him be like, oh, I got to turn around. He says, excuse me one second. He turns around, marches off stage. We cut to Nate is holding the fucking fish mm. over like a uh, trash can, like doing even like a PU. And then for a moment, for a moment, you're like, can this droid smell? That seems unlikely. And then Nate drops it, but it gets snatched out of her hand. And mm. 
Jar Jar marches back and launches it up in the air, says something about it. And everyone's like, oh my gosh. And then he like, you know, starts making big gestures, points stuff around. And then he's like, and blah, 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 this fish. And then the fish kind of like is like the final center thing of the thing. And it goes, and it like kind of like throws up a bunch of sludge. And Jar Jar goes, oh, and surprised by it. He slips on it. He stumbles backwards into like, there's someone like, you know, the, the statue's not like done. There's like maybe some scaffolding around it. He stumbles up onto a, a like a painter like rope or something. It's wrapped around his foot. A weight goes off. He gets flung all the way up and cut to the audience. You know, that audience shot where everyone's head just goes oh, up, you know, and he goes like, oh, and he goes all the way up there, floats up onto the top of it, knocks the scaffolding around. The scaffolding breaks off a thing. People are fleeing from it. The thing falls off and nuts. He goes from the top of the statue and nuts. It falls. He rolls down his arm and does a tumble and he like lands back on stage after a bunch of rolls and he looks up oh the stash shadow's coming on then on the rest of it done i don't know if i understood that <laughs> i think i get it so the catalyst okay. of it makes sense which is that the thing yes. you have a look this is once you've got someone tumbling from a fall like you've got a lot of breathing room in a it's hollywood over. slapstick scene like if daniel day lewis did a pratt fall you could stumble him into solving cancer and people would believe <laughs> here's a good moment you need as he's walking up the stage this is a perfect example of a setup to a gag to pay off and we can fine because i feel like the rest of the look i said there would be one fart joke in this movie and i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that the only place that is appropriate for a fart joke is before order 66 <laughs> so or right after jar jar dies at the end and he does that like post-death right. fart as he's walking up to stage one of those sexy aliens that farts is there and jar jar's like don't you even think about it and he's like mm? and like he doesn't fart so you set up that there's one of those animals like sitting near stage you know like munching on some God. hay or whatever while he <laughs> slips, there should be a moment where when he slips, he nuts himself. He lands on the back of it, mm-hmm. you know, pressing that animal's gastrointestinal intestines and causing a massive fart. And right behind it are like a bunch of ceremonial candles. And then you got like a flamethrower action ceremonial that lights like a candles. bunch of the canopies and stuff on fire. So that was a blaze going. And George is like, oh, I got it. And he's trying to put out water and also, and that's like part of your whole like slapstick. So you're saying that in addition to the two Jedis on stage and the statue and <laughs> Jar Jar, there's just one of these sexy fart animals from Tatooine. Okay, you, you don't buy that. There's a bunch of Gungans or Nabooian like soldiers like on like horseback. Like it's just oh, so you're saying essentially like it's like a horseback mounted cavalry is nearby. Yeah, are also there, and he lands on one of them and causes it to fart, which into the flames, which causes a bunch of fire going on, just God. to add to the fun chaos. Just to add. To Look, the- you you feel it out, but like you know, I'm just saying like fart fire always good, always a laugh. I'm just saying <laughs> fucking ten year olds in the audience would lose their fucking mind if Jar Jar lands on a big horse and causes it to fart into a fucking flamethrower that lights a canopy on fire that's all i'm saying okay so what i'm not quite on a practical meat and potatoes level here what i'm not getting (laughs) sorry i'm just imagining the pivot though to like foreshadowing like the fart flames light a bunch of canopies on fire and one of them is a big tapestry of palpatine so then you zoom in and i charge his eyes go wide and you hear like holy moose he's looking at like you see the flames going up the tapestry of palpatine like foreshadowing this this is foreshadowing this moment that happens two seconds later anyways getting back to the nuts and bolts of this scene how does the statue break that's the thing i don't quite get right now because it's ostensibly made of stone so like something pretty heavy duty has to happen to that statue right so here's a thought i had and i was maybe a little concerned ahead of time that like maybe that puts a little bit of the onus not on jar jar but we've already set it up so like whatever you could do that the, the Jedi, the Padawan, is excited and is looking at whatever Jar Jar signed for him, mm-hmm. and he gets bumped, and his lightsaber goes soaring through the air, 
and then slashes and like skids across the ground, like lit up and then like cuts through the statue or whatever. Oh, so you're saying like a lightsaber goes flying into the air at one point. Yeah. And like cuts through the statue. We also have Morgan. The other thing we had was that the statue was held up by a bunch of cables and then, you know, it does feel like they would finish the statue before unveiling it. I will say that. I don't think you see okay. a lot of like statue unveilings like, all right, still work in progress. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you do look, a bunch of stuff gets wrapped around. You can buy that somehow during this Pratfall stuff, like the rope he's cutting and all this other stuff gets wrapped around the statue, right? Yeah, so yes, he's zany Pratfall. If when back, he falls he on the, the farting yeah. alien, it wraps around the harness of the alien, the alien farts, it sets flames on the canopy, then all the horses get scared of the fire and they start running away, but all the horses that are harnessed together are now tied to the statue and they start pulling down the statues like come and some people are trying to calm the horses down but the fire's going and they're running and then yes and it pulls the statue down let me see if i can walk through this <laughs> the fish barfs on jar jar correct and then he stumbles around gets caught up in some sort of piece of rope right yeah like from the probably there's a big cord that he's supposed to cut with the scissors yes. that when you cut this cord it's going to drop the curtain Right. It's some sort yes. of pulley counterweight thing. Right. So that yes. you just slice this. It's the thing. Because, yes, you have a pulley, you have a weight to a string that's going to hold up the curtain. And when you cut it, the weight, you know, like it loses the counterbalance of the weight. So then the curtain's supposed to drop. So he gets wrapped up in that. Then what happens? So then he, he gets thrown into the air. He lands on one of the fart horses. Mm -hmm. And when he lands on the fart horses, he almost falls off. And then all the cable that's tied to him gets caught up in the... In fact, he's probably still caught up in the horse. Like, he's, like, caught up on it. Like, he's tangled in the harness and whatnot. The horse farts into the the candles or into the flame. Mm -hmm. Lights the canopy on fire. People start, like, running to put it out. The horses get scared of the fire. They all start running, but they're stuck. So they're stuck, and they get even more panicked. And Jar Jar's trying to get loose. As he's trying to get loose, he's, like, you know, accidentally kicking the horse, which makes it even, you know, this is all chaos now, and stuff's burning. So, yeah, so Jar Jar is tied to the statue, and Jar Jar is also tangled up in the horse, so that when the horse starts to run, it pulls the statue and breaks the statue. Yes, and then in that moment, the statue breaks. He gets let free. He falls to the ground. The horse is running. The statue's falling onto him. Yeah, and then, okay, sure. All right, that's good enough for a script. I think you'd want to storyboard (laughs) that a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. All right, so there's, okay, so I'm trying to, like, how do you justify the horse in the scene? So he's, I'm just trying to picture the scene. So he's on a stage. The Jedi's have finished their pre-show floor routine. Here's why I like the pre-show. Here's how (laughs) you justify it. Because the reason I like the pre-show routine is I like... To me, the pre-show routine is about showing the kids that this is not your Papa's Star Wars, right? Because mm-hmm. what I love about the Seven Nebu is so fucking like baroque and dry. Like that final thing is just like this is just a bunch of people standing there with a bunch of senators, and they all just mm-hmm. like golf clap essentially. So I think that's essentially how you establish him walking up. It's like there's like a cavalry and soldiers, and it's all like dun 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 dun. It's all like very like you know militaristic and and baroque and kind of boring. And they all the horses spread, you know, they move apart and they open up like a gap for Jar Jar to walk in with two Jedis with their robes down and you know somber music and everybody's like oh this is such a moment (laughs) you know they get there and then Jar Jar stands and there's got this now you got this cue this incredible tableau of Jar Jar on the top of the podium two Jedis on either side of him a row of horses and soldiers and drummers and stuff and it's like and it stops and you're like, now it's time for Jar Jar to speak. But then when the Jedi pulls back his robe, he's like, yo, everybody give it up for our man Jar Jar. And they fucking just do this dope break dance in front of everybody, and the crowd goes wild. Yo, so you're saying there's a whole procession leading out onto the yes. stage. 
That's like yes. there's, so there's two horses in front leading the procession. There's like yes. two <laughs> Naboo royal guards on space horses. Yes. Then behind them are the Jedi's, and then behind them is uh, Jar Jar. And so the horses yes. lead out essentially, like as a bit of pomp and circumstance. And then yes. the Jedi's. Oh, actually, you mean you do you do horses, and then you do like they're flanked by clone troopers, and then you've got Jedi's and Jar Jar in the middle. And so then they all go out. Jar Jar steps on the stage, and then yes, we do our silly fucking Jedi hyperteen. And then yes. Jar Jar gives his speech, runs and gets the thing. And then, yes, you know, the horse is now on stage. If you want justification for the fire, there could be two, like, big, like, candles. And the Jar Jar speech is part of, like, they represent they're the eternal candles for all the soldiers that have been lost from the Nabooians and the Gungans. You know, it's all mythological, you know, iconography. It's all beautiful. I think you can justify two big torches. on. There's two yes, people yes, with know, horses, and then there's two people holding big torches next to the people with horses. And then yes. backstage, yeah, someone the goes, Carol, keep that farting horse away from that torch. You don't know what could <laughs> He's happen. Been Gassy this morning. Well, that's great, actually, because you do this subtle <laughs> gag where the guy with the torch is behind the guy on the horse, and then the horse's stomach rumbles, and then the guy just subtly moves the flame to his other hand to keep it away from the horse's mouth. And, then the, and then, then the horse looks back at the guy, and the guy's like, don't look at me like don't that. Don't look at me like that. With those <laughs> not eyes. Not, not tonight. We've already talked about this. I'm not leaving my wife for you, damn Okay, it. so... All right, all right. We should sure. probably put in the show notes the tweet I'm referencing because a lot of people are gonna be like, "Why do they keep talking? <laughs> what are they talking about? What the fuck is alien. this? This is such a niche thing." So I'll put the tweet that I keep referencing that I'm very amused by. Okay, okay. So yeah, there we go. That's a scene. All right. So yeah. So then all of this happens. He gives a speech. He chickens out. The fish barfs on him. He gets tangled up in the pulley. He gets yanked into the sky and then lands on the horse. The horse farts into the flames. The flames just cause a pandemonium. Both the horses start to run. Jar Jar's like trying not to get yanked off the stage, but he's caught between the horse and the thing. It falls over. He falls. The thing's going to fall. The Jedi catches. And everyone's like, whoo. And then kablamo, the Jedi gets shot. And then there's chaos. And then I guess we'll end this scene with him getting dragged off by Nate 38 and the clone troopers. By the way, oh, this is a perfect example. We always want to do something that like, I think we talked about this last episode where like, I think Freddie, you're trying to get this in like a droid just has like some insane thing oh we were talking about like when they fall like, it should be the moment the jedi gets shot nate 38 just like expands into like a bulletproof shield that like clamps around jar jar it's like holy shit this droid had like this like insane like self-protection just like rolls away like a tank with him it's like let's go let's go let's go kind of does make you wonder why he didn't do that when they were getting mobbed by the crowd earlier but oh, that's true. Uh, he's okay, got his jet well, well that's the fun of it is that it's like in pacific rim when he's like now i have a sword you're like why did he, he use it before it's like that's because true. it's not cool if he uses it before all right. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to put all that together, and we'll see you on the flippy dip with this big, goofy scene. I'm going to miss this version of Jar Jar. Now we're going to have to get into all, like, the serious stuff. Sad Jar Jar. Well, we'll see. I think we'll, we'll still find a way to make it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Keisha. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, <laughs> hi. I'm Lori Kilmartin. Uh, we're a bunch of stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total with <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, working out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you could listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, we make <laughs> one complete woman. Is that just what's going to end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we try to make Kyle laugh just like that and say, oh, my God, every episode. It's a good job. The Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays, only on Maximum Fun.
Exterior, backstage, day. A ceremonial procession lines up at the wings of the stage. Two Gungan royal guards sit astride Kadu's big alien horses at the front of the procession. Two torchbearers stand behind them. One of the Kadu's gives a big stomach rumble. The torchbearer behind it moves his flaming torch away from the Kadu's butt. Oh, no. At the back of the procession, the Kadu gives him a sexy-ass look. (laughs) (laughs) At the back of the procession, flanked by the Jedi, a Tom Lorne, his young idealistic Padawan, Fernge Widow, 19, and a dozen clone troopers. Jar Jar sweats nervously. Also, these are anagrams for your guys' name, but I made them all Star Warsy. Atom Moore. Oh, that's nice. Matt. Oh, Fern- oh, Fern's Widow is Freddie Wong. Nice. Fern's Widow. Okay, I get it. I get it. And a dozen clone troopers. Jar Jar sweats nervously. The crowd outside, hyped beyond all reason, chants his name. Then you'll give your speech. Cut the rope, reveal the statue, and then my Padawan will. Fern's, stop staring. Adam nudges Fern's, who is staring up at Jar Jar in starstruck awe. Sorry, sorry. Um,. It will be my distinct honor to protect you, Jar Jar. Representative Binks. Oh, Representative Binks. Sorry, sorry. I, I'm just, I'm such a big fan, sir. You're kind of like my hero. I hate this Jedi. <laughs> We're supposed to be sad that this guy gets killed, Freddy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I can do that. I can do that. No, I can no, do that. No, I'll give you a sad version. No, no, no. no. I can, I'll do, I'll do it. Hey, when you cast an actor, you're stuck with him. <laughs> Representative Binks. Sorry. No. no. no, no. Misa, your hero? But... Yusa Jedi's, Yusa the heroes. All we do is protect the good guys and fight the bad guys. That's not all we do. We may have the Force, but you have the power to improve people's lives. A twinge of guilt on Jar Jar's face. He gulps and wipes his brow. That's enough, Padawan. Why don't you get Representative Binks some water? <sighs> yes, Master. Fernge runs off. Adam <laughs> gives it. I gotta get water for my hero. <laughs> <sighs> Adam gives an embarrassed chuckle. <sighs> Apprentices, right? Right. But hey, listen. I know this isn't exactly the Jedi way, but his born day is coming up. Would you mind? Adam pulls out a Jar Jar sticker and a marker from his Jedi robes and offers them to Jar Jar. Jar Jar looks down at his smiling face with another pang of sadness and hides it behind a smile. I mean, it, I definitely get that in the universe of Star Wars where they have Jedis, like, the technology of markers is not a lot. But for some reason, <laughs> seeing the word marker yeah. has completely thrown me out of this universe. It's like a Sharpie is there. I get it. They need to write. I don't think I've ever seen someone write something down in a Star Wars movie. You're right. What do they use? Fucking space pencils? Like, you're right. When I wrote it, I was like, this is weird. Like, what is it? A Sharpie? Yeah. But like a marker is like no different than like caveman. Like, it's just a wet thing coming off of a stick. <laughs> it's like What's weird is that if I had said he had like a quill and an inkwell, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, that's... That tracks, that makes sense, even though it's set in the fucking space future. <laughs> Jar Jar looks down at his smiling face with another pang of sadness, then hides it behind a smile. Of course, anything for the Jedi. Cut to exterior stage day. The blast of horns playing a fanfare pierces the air. The procession emerges onto the stage, horn playing Gungans riding their kadus in front. The crowd roars. Jar Jar waves and smiles as he follows the procession towards his podium. He sees Nate 38 on the other side of the stage, about to throw the fish into a trash can. She looks up and gives him a wave. With pomp and circumstance, the procession takes their places and Jar Jar ascends to the podium. He glances up at the huge curtain hanging behind him. He sets it down his novelty scissors beside a pulley connected to the curtain. Adam and Fernge take center stage as a dignified hush settles over the crowd. The Jedi's bow. Citizens of Naboo. <laughs> then throw off their robes and bust out their lightsabers. Y'all ready for Binks? Hold on, I don't think, Matt, you know the jock jam, right? Y'all ready for this? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for Binks? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, look it up. Just look it up. Y'all ready for this? Everyone, we're getting mad Google right now. Y'all ready for this? No, yeah, just no, no, no. <laughs> but look it up. Like, it's so, I, I, like, I don't know how else to tell you. It's a thing, and it's clear that you haven't heard it. You've never been to a hockey I, I game. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm not a musical person. I know exactly what you're saying. It feels like it's hard to say it with Binks. Y'all ready for this? Like, y'all ready for this? Yeah, but it's like, you. Like, all right, I'll throw you in with some ba na na bam bam and then you do, like, just your cockiest, most big dick energy, like, check this, this shit out. Yeah, exactly. It's very right. cocky. Yeah, it's very yeah. cocky. All right, ready? Y'all ready for Binks? Disco lights shine, and a righteous jock jam blasts from the sound system as Adam and Fern spark up their sabers and perform a sick Jedi floor routine. Flippy dips and saber swings galore. It's like Cirque du Soleil meets Duel of the Fates for five unbroken minutes. At the climax of their routine, they lock sabers and fireworks shoot out of them and explode in the sky in the shape of Jar Jar. The crowd cheers. This scene gets cut from the movie. Adam and Fern slam a Predator high five that trot off the stage. Fuck yeah. And a hush falls over the crowd once more. Jar Jar clears his throat and the mic does that feedback thing that only happens in movies to show you the characters uncomfortable with public speaking oh um thank you for coming uh, it's it's a time of big danger for the republic the war with the separatists rages on and now some more than ever we need real leaders with a real vision for the galaxy which is why you, sir. Jar Jar trails off for a moment as he stares out at the crowd, the sea of hopeful faces, sporting an ocean of Jar Jar merch, stares back at him, hanging on his words. I uh, should re-elect Misa to the Galactic Senate. Misa fought the Trade Federation face first as Bombad General in the Battle of Naboo. As he says this, the Gungan guards on stage snap to attention and give him a crisp salute. He winces and tries to keep going through his speech. Uh, and in Misa's first term, Misa... No, Misa can't do this. Jar Jar marches off the stage. A commotion breaks out. He stomps over to Nate 38, who moves to block the trash can. The two Jedis look around and slowly take off their hood, ready to fill in the time with a <laughs> <laughs> A frantic stage manager checks her Vamp, mic and Vamp. gives her, like, the vamp, like, run, like, go, 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 hand signal, universal hand signal. And the jock jam starts up and is abortively shut down. <laughs> he stomps over to Nate 38, who moves to block the trash can. No, 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 no. In the background, the two Jedi shoot t-shirts from a t-shirt <laughs> into the appreciative waiting crowd. Okay, okay. Misa, sorry, Nate38, but Misa have to. Think of the polling. Won't someone please think of the polling? Jar Jar pushes past her, pulls the fish out of the trash can, steps back up to the podium, and waves the fish in front of the crowd. Look at this in fish. My friend, Captain Croquet, can't sell this fish. She can't eat this fish. Her whole village is starving. And all because of this... Suddenly the fish gives a post-mortem belch and barfs up a hideous goo onto Jar Jar's face. The crowd bursts into delighted laughter. Jar Jar stumbles back, trips off the podium's platform, and gets tangled into the big curtain concealing the statue. The crowd laughs even more. Jar Jar flails as he tries to untangle himself. People rush to help him, but his foot steps through the loop of the giant scissors. He tries to kick them off, but winds up cutting the pulley rope. Whoosh! A counterweight drops to the ground. The curtain ascends to the rafters, taking Jar Jar with it. Yeah! Y'all ready for this? (laughs) (laughs) Jar Jar gets flung through the air. One of the Gungan guards dives off his kadu right as Jar Jar crashes into the saddle. The kadu bucks around, then its eyes bulge and its stomach rumbles. The torchbearer finds himself holding a lit flame mere inches from its butt. I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs) The kadu farts, turning the torch into a massive flamethrower. A flame jets across the stage, spooking the other kadu. 
people scream. Both Kadu start a stampede. Jar Jar, tangled in the reins, and the pulley rope is drawn taut between the Kadu and the statue. Ow, 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 The crowd's laughter turns into a worried commotion. The statue, a towering sculpture of Jar Jar, heroically riding the barrel of a tank, begins to crack under the strain of the pulley rope, tangled around statue Jar Jar's torso. Nate 38 totters onto the stage and manages to break the reins free from Jar Jar's hands. The Kadu bucks and kicks her across the stage. Jar Jar pops onto the ground and sighs with relief. But then a shadow falls over his face to the sound of cracking stone. He looks up and sees statue Jar Jar toppling over, about to crush him. He screams and covers his face. And then the statue stops midair. Jar Jar looks up confused, then gasps along with the awestruck crowd at Fern's Widow. Holding the massive statue aloft with the power of the force, he strains with effort but manages a smile. The crowd cheers. The crowd cheers. Jar Jar gives Fern's a thumbs up. Then Fern's flinches and staggers back. Confused, he looks down and sees a smoking blaster hole in his chest. Jar Jar gawks in horror as Fern's drops to the ground. The statue begins to fall again. Jar Jar rolls over Fern's and pulls him away from the crashing statue. The crowd breaks into screaming panic. Jar Jar looks down at Fern's, whose eyes are glazing over fast. Before he can even process what's going on, two clone troopers grab Jar Jar and pull him away from the dying young man. Through the chaos, Jar Jar sees Adam, enraged, blocking a flurry of blaster fire as he battles his way through the clone troopers towards his slain Padawan. Deflected blaster bolts sizzle through the air. Nate 38 swoops in front of Jar Jar and an armored shield extends from her arm, blocking the laser fire and obscuring Jar Jar's view of the stage. The pandemonium overwhelms Jar Jar. The screaming crowds, the firing blasters, the hum of a lightsaber suddenly cut short as the clone troopers rush him off stage and into a security ship floating nearby. As the engine roars and the ship blasts off, a shell-shocked Jar Jar trembles with fright. The trooper to his side speaks into a comlink. VIP secured. Damn. Damn. Man. <laughs> now you guys feel silly making all your goofy jokes in this scene that gets fucking real as hell. No, because it no, just actually, works. It just adds to the turn. Yeah, man. It adds to the turn. Brutal. This is great. I'm pumped as hell. That's the scene. I've already, since we're on this collab doc, I'm already deleting the part where you say that part gets cut out of the movie. <laughs> Straight up. Also, I do think you need to, you don't clarify that during, it's not at the climax of the routine, the crowd is cheering. Like it is Matrix, uh, what is it, Revolutions? What's the one with the fucking orgy? It's like that level. Like once they start going, I feel like that crowd is fucking bonkers just amped like, out of their mind the entire out time their mind absolutely it is so amped out of their mind that when jar jar starts talking he's like um hello hello and people are still screaming and then the jedi have to like whoo, like mind control everybody to finally shut them up because they're they, so amped they're yes. so amped and they're like wait what's the point of this they get very amped and then they, and then they have to calm them right back <laughs> they have to calm them all <laughs> down. these guys are these guys are assholes <laughs> It's one of those okay. things you'll notice on a second viewing. In fact, these guys suck. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah really you'll notice great. on the second viewing the subtle, the subtle details. It's fun. You know what? Also, like, that's way before page... Uh, 17? Unlike Heaven Heights, we got here. Yeah, that's page 15. Page 15, baby. Order 66. Page 15, we, we kill a Jedi. Yeah, man. Two Jedis. Like, Rock them, crack them, dude. Well, one Jedi off screen, but definitely dead. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's the scene. Uh, next week, we got to figure out what the hell happens <laughs> next. I have <laughs> next no idea. the hard stuff. Now we get into yeah. the hard stuff. The first 15 is always super fun. It makes you go like, wow, this movie's going to be easy. Like, we're just writing it. So next week, expect a lot of tension between me and Matt. Like, expect a lot of <laughs> arguments. The episode's going to be a lot less funny. So look forward yeah. to that. No, don't say that. Well, it's always hard. You got to lay out those, like, first. I feel like we kind of, in Heaven High, so you kind of plan, like, four or five scenes at a time. And then you yeah, get, yeah, like, yeah. a run of it. And then you get to that part that you 
planned up to, and then you're like lost again. So we're we're back to the lost part. The story break move is to plan out four to five scenes, think that it's one scene, and that you're going to write it all in one episode, <laughs> and then go this is way too much <laughs> shit. We're going to have to spread this out. That story break this week, we have some fantastic fan art to talk yeah, about. Do. Yes. Thank you guys for sending in so much wonderful stuff. Uh, first up, we got our own Bernie meme. Yes. Bren Everfolly sent us a Bernie meme. We are once again asking that you bear with us. That's on our Twitter page. Thanks, Bren. That's good stuff. Do you think Bernie's seen it? I think Bernie has definitely seen it. Because yeah. I'm pretty he sure listens. Bernie was. He's a Heaven Heist fan for sure. <laughs> Loki Patrick on Twitter sent us a poster for Jar Jar Head, which is like the Jar Head poster with Jar Jar and a Clone yeah, Trooper. Yeah, very but good. Very nice detail of like a bunch of TIE fighters and other ships in the sky. It's, it is quality, so thank you very much. We have uh, from Jacques on Twitter a sad Jar Jar with his mutant fish. This is the saddest Jar Jar oh, fan art I've is. ever seen. It's heartbreaking. It's just sad boy Jar Jar. You know, if Jar Jar had a good PR, somebody who was there to kind of like change his brand, you know, kind of like once uh, Robert Pattinson had to figure it out like pre-Twilight, they're like, hey, you got to get sad. Like, I feel like somebody would be like, yo, Jar Jar. Get some, like, black eyeliner and start looking sad. And I'm telling you, you're going to fucking be the shit right now. You just got to separate yourself from the goofy-ass Jar Jar that everybody remembers. Because, yeah, I feel like sad Jar Jar is awesome. Like Pete Wentz emo Jar Jar. Yes. We also got a sad Jar Jar from Augustine Guzman on Twitter. This one is Jar Jar and Nate38 with, like, a very daft punk Nate38 look. So thanks very much. And last but most certainly not least, They Blob the Gender Queer Spider sent us a fucking fantastic piece of Bowsette art. Oh, uh, So past. blast from the story break past a really, really cool Bowsette Oh, picture. just looking at it. Holy shit, that's very good. Yes. So thanks to everyone who sends in fan art. Was our movie about cakes? There was cakes. I was, yeah, so it's this line, I just need to make bigger cakes, which I believe is a line from the film, which I barely remember, other than liking it a whole bunch. Yeah, <laughs> that must have been a good-ass movie if it had a lot of cakes in it. Twitter.com slash RJ Storybreak for more fan art, or you can join the conversation over at bit.ly slash storybreakfb for our Facebook group. Freddie, you want to take us out? Thank you very much to Maximum Fun for having us on the podcast. Network. thank you to Chad Ellis for editing this podcast. Thanks, Chad. And thank you for listening. It's like a video game at the end of the game. Thank you. I love it when games do that. More <laughs> things need to do that. Games don't do it enough anymore. I always like it when the game's like, thank you, the player. That was, that was I thought that was delightful. We did that in video game high school. Yeah, like I remember. First, I was like, we got to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Head on over to MaximumFun.org to check out a bunch of other great podcasts in the week that you're waiting for us to come back. And we will be back next week. Star Wars, the Jar Jar Saga continues. My name is Freddie Wong. I'm Will Campos. And I'm Matt Arnold. Hi, it's me, Dave Hill from before. Here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident, with my old radio show, The Goddamn Dave Hill Show, into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great That's to... That's enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes.